0: In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we're preparing our hearts for Christmas this year. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show.
1: We are your hosts and relationship coaches,
0: Welcome to episode 74 of the Journey to Marriage show. I'm Sarah.
1: And this is Rafi.
0: And the holiday season is officially here. Thanksgiving has passed. All the shopping is hopefully done. And it is (laughs) December 1st and we are in the first week of Advent.
1: Yes. The new year, the new liturgical year
0: in the liturgical
1: calendar so i hope you guys been celebrating it up in the mass and all that good good stuff
0: so since it's a new year we should be preparing for the new calendar year right but first we must prepare our hearts for christmas and i don't know about you but usually this time of year is super crazy for me um especially when I was living with my mom, and we would just do all the things. We would. What are those? Um, volunteering a bunch at church, um, grabbing at least like ten angels off the tree, and <laughs> preparing boxes for them. Um, doing some ministry, like doing some caroling at um, elderly homes. So it's very busy and wrapping. Gifts, of course, for all of our family and friends.
1: Mm. My advent in the past, like adulthood, was nothing.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really, I don't even remember. Like before, I got before I got with you. I don't know what I was really doing in advent. I think a lot of, like, especially when I started getting serious about my faith, I did those like advent reflections and. And stuff like that but there was nothing really more i didn't know really what to be doing (laughs) except for being prayerful which is really important during advent Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's how uh, my upbringing too like through my family i remember we would just do the the typical
0: go to all the parties
1: yep parties lights up on the tree ornaments decorate the house all throughout Advent,
0: it was always a, a very exhausting time of year. Like every year, without a doubt, I was always up till like a.m. hours wrapping gifts.
1: That's crazy. While
0: watching Christmas Hallmark movies with my mom. So good times. Um, but I, I knew that it was a time of peace and a time of joy because, of course, we're preparing for the coming of baby Jesus. But it really didn't feel like a time of peace and joy because of mm. all the holiday things we were doing. They were good, but it was a little too much for me. Like I knew what I should be feeling, what I should be doing, but my actions weren't reflecting that. Mm. Did you know it was a time for joy and peace?
1: Well, christmas is a time for joy and peace i've always well just recently what i've learned with advent it is a time where it's kind of like they call it like somber anticipation right so not exactly like joy and happiness because that's when christmas comes Mm -hmm. but really preparing our souls as in regards to especially like the the second coming that's what we are preparing ourselves for mm-hmm. yeah we're preparing ourselves for the birth of christ but also the second coming but how do we prepare ourselves for that day to come Is through karaoke no
0: wrapping gifts wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely having to be more mindful during this time of year mm-hmm. which is um what i did last year for the first time ever i had a very meditative Advent. I did the Rejoice um Advent meditations by Ascension Press cuz they're giving it out for free at the chapel and it was really fruitful. Um I really enjoyed having those meditations rather than getting caught up in the secular holiday things. Um they're all fun and good, but it can be distracting if you're not careful. And it allowed me to really have that anticipation um, up until Christmas Day. And I was able to experience that true joy and peace when Christmas came rather than being like, oh, thank goodness Christmas, hits here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just being Yeah, I exhausted. could see the
1: opposite of how people can experience this. Like if we do it the wrong way, and we just get so busy, we start wrapping the gifts, preparing, and that Christmas comes and we're just pooped, just tired of it all. We're already listening to all the Christmas carols, even before Christmas. We're doing all the Christmassy things. And then Christmas comes and you're like, oh, we've been doing this type of stuff. There's no, no change. And I I think that's what I experienced in my past. And I know like that's not what I want to experience because... There's something about learning how to learning how to hold all those things back and sacrifice from those things and let it happen in the right time, which is Christmas time. We should be doing all this stuff, the fun, the Christmassy stuff, and Christmas. But I didn't know that.
0: And of course, like doing all of the fun activities in moderation um because we know that everything in moderation is good and i also think that having all of the fun stuff um of the holidays is just one of the devil's tricks in trying to mm-hmm. distract us from the true meaning of this time of year which is christ
1: yep and this time this time of year is really like one one of the things that we learned i guess this this year uh, is really understanding what did the, the church do traditionally during the Advent season. And when when I f- started delving into this, because I actually had to do a talk on this for my fraternity, my Exodus fraternity, it really blew my mind because it was not nothing like how I experienced my Advent in the past. So if you look into the traditional church and our saints in the past of how they how they celebrated advent it was a time of fasting it was a time of penance sacrifice mortification and prayer not oh let's make the cookies and let's watch the carols <laughs> Eat all and the, the sugar let's do all the fun things during advent but they really understood that we need to start preparing our souls for the second coming of christ because he will come at any time. So if we, it's scary because like in Advent, like the whole secular culture shows like all this fun stuff and distraction and noise. But then it takes us away from how we should be living our lives, a life of penance and a life of prayer. And those are things that the Blessed Mother even shared in most of her apparitions. Like do penance, pray, mm-hmm. do penance, pray, do penance, pray. Uh, sometimes we get the prayer down but the penance like are are we sacrificing are we giving more of ourselves to people during this time of advent
0: and you said it's like a a mini lent
1: yeah Mm -hmm. so i was looking into it and it's like a mini lent it should be it should feel like a mini lent it should feel like you are sacrificing you're actually like during lent like i mean during i mean during lent we have these goals of Getting rid of these things, these worldly things that are drawing away us from Christ. that's the exact thing we should be doing in advent if there's anything in throughout this year that we started growing attachment to that we should challenge ourselves to get rid of those things to get rid of those things because if we understand that Jesus Christ is all that we need to to bring us the joy, the peace, the fulfillment that we're looking for and not the christmas movies and the carols and the i'm not saying these things are wrong but we're doing it at the wrong time that's what i'm seeing as a culture we're doing all this during advent which we shouldn't we really shouldn't
0: Mm -hmm. save it for the octave
1: yeah that's Mm. where we should be saving it because that is christmas that's christmas season we Mm. should be decking it out so, um,
0: and for those that don't know, there is um, the Christmas octave after Christmas Day. That's something I learned in recent years. Um, that we don't just celebrate Christmas on the day of, but it's a eight day party until yeah. the new year.
1: Yep. So, if you know in the church's calendar, there's another uh holiday that's celebrated in octave, which is Easter, and these are two very significant times in the church history that it's just too big of a celebration (laughs) to to just smush it in one day Mm -hmm. so the church was like yeah we finna do this eight days they didn't say it like that but (laughs) 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 but you know what i mean it's bigger it's so it's so big and it's so beautiful but it can it could go both ways it really depends on how we decide to to practice our advent so we decided to do something differently this year uh, really understanding that the early church and the saints that they took this time for more prayer and for more mortification sacrificing penance we decided to live out this season in that way as well not as like crazy as lent but all, but still being mindful that we are preparing our souls for for Jesus Christ through prayer and penance. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like, we really encourage everyone listening to do some kind of advent devotion. I know um Ascension Press has their rejoice Advent meditations. Blessed is she, has their um advent devotions. Um, but Rafi and I, we're doing the Advent challenge as heard on um dr taylor marshall's podcast um so what that is consisting of is just like doing of course your daily rosary um except on sundays you're gonna do 15 decades
1: whoa whoa so yeah how that works is you would pray all the mysteries the joyful the sorrowful and the glorious mysteries
0: and then um also reading one chapter from the gospel of john every day
1: oh oh. oh. Also for those who are like, Oh, what are you talking about, Rafi? There's luminous mysteries. You forgot about that. Yeah, there are luminous mysteries, but like tradi- the traditional church, um, they have the just the three mysteries. The, the OG. Glorious. The yeah. OG three. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with luminous. There's luminous is beautiful. If that draws you closer to Christ, then totally pray those mysteries. You but do we're just sharing decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Um but yeah, go ahead.
0: And then also, we're going to be abstaining from meat, um, not just on Fridays, but on Monday and Wednesday as well. And
1: Yeah, so on top of that, we're going to be observing the Ember Days. So if you didn't know what the Ember Days is, you should check out a YouTube video, search what the Ember Days, search what the Catholics and traditionally what they did during this time. But the practice here on the Ember Days would be partial abstinence and fasting so two small meals and one uh, two small meals that were meatless and one principal meal which is the full meal which can have meat so that's a month that's a wednesday friday and saturday so saint lucy's feast day is on december 13th and the ember days observed would be the week after that so uh it should be december 16th 18th and 19th where we're going to be observing the partial abstinence and fasting
0: nice and then we're going to be also for extra penance doing 22 push-ups 22 sit-ups and 22 squats for our veterans
1: yeah so there if you didn't know there's a challenge that goes out right now because the, the statistics say that there's 22 veterans that take their lives every single day So we're offering up this physical exercise for our veterans, for their safety and their mental health and their healing. Um, But yeah, we definitely will challenge you guys to join us if you want to. Uh, There's a YouTube video, Dr. Taylor Marshall. He shares more about the challenge and why it's done that way. And maybe, if not, what I and you plan on like doing a devotion or something, what I'm going to challenge you guys to do is find something to sacrifice from during Advent. You might have not done this before, but I think sacrificing and doing penance is powerful. Why? Because the church teaches it, because our Blessed Mother asks for it to to do penance. And when we sacrifice from the things of this world, we grow in self-discipline, we grow in self-mastery over the the carnal pleasures and desires of our body that we can have more control of when we can say no to the things that are good of this world. So whatever that is, whatever you feel might be consuming a lot of your time, your energy, your focus away from the Lord, I'm going to challenge you to sacrifice that during Advent, whatever that is. I'm going to allow you to discern that, whatever is best for you. Um, but yeah. With that being said, we're praying for you all on your Advent season and praying for you guys on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes.
0: Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage.
1: And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until next time, future spouses.